Welcome to Share Truth Apply Scripture. I am Jordan Shambly, and I'm joined by Cedra Sarton. I'm here. Yes. We're together. Again. Again. <laughs> uh, For you to listen to. Yeah. And I know everybody's <laughs> really excited about it. I know everybody just could not wait to tune in mm-hmm. and listen to us. Um, but if you're listening and you want to know more about us and Engage Magazine, you can go to engagemagazine.net. There's a lot of content there, tons of stuff, articles, our past podcast and all that. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know more, you can go to uh, afa.net slash the stand where we now have content going up there as well. Yeah. Yeah. We're all one big happy family there on the stand right now. Us, yeah. Uh, the former, uh, what used to be the stand and, you know, the journal as well. So we're all together under the umbrella of the stand yeah. and we're having fun. So if you receive, uh, if you've been receiving the journal for years and you're like, what is this magazine, the stand? It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. But you get bonus four pages, yes, which is all engaged content. So we hope you uh, enjoy that. And if you want to reach out to us and let us know what you think about those pages, please be kind. <laughs> <laughs> you can email us engagefaq right. at afa.net. That's engagefaq at afa.net. And you can email us. And if you have prayer requests mm-hmm. or anything you'd like for us to pray for, if you have ideas for the podcast, um, shoot us an email there as well. Yes, absolutely. But uh, for today, we have in studio with us Will Addison. Yes. Thank you for coming, Will. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We we, we do this occasionally. Sometimes um, uh, you'll have something that we would like to promote, and this is exactly what we're doing today. So we're going to be talking about Marriage Family Life Conference. Yes. Well, Marriage Family Life is not just a conference. It's a whole division of the Family Association. And so, Will, I'm going to let you go and tell us. I mean, like, where did this come from? How did it begin? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I I believe for us it being like a department here at AFA, it sprang from the conference because the conference that's the that's the name of it. Yeah. But we saw that we can do even more than just the conference. Mm-hmm. You know, for a while we were doing uh, date nights. Yeah, had, I got to travel with yeah, you. That was a lot yeah. of fun. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Went to different uh, cities, and it, it had a, a great impact, mm-hmm. I believe, on marriages. And so things like that, you know, uh, the by design thing is not under marriage, family, life, but we have a lot to do with it. You know, mm-hmm. so we just saw that we can do even more than just a conference, and uh, so we want to help, encourage, and strengthen mm-hmm. marriages. Absolutely, yeah. and, and and what a what a powerful thing too, because I mean, we believe as you know Christians that uh, the family mm-hmm. is a God created institution. Yes, I mean from so like I'm reading Genesis with the kids right now, so yes. our, our family uh, worship now we're going through Genesis, and um, from the beginning, and I'm trying to teach my kids this that yeah, Adam and Eve that was the first family. Yeah. You know, and yes. it's like it's like mommy and daddy. You yes. know, like hopefully you two are not going to be like Abel and Cain. That would be great. But right. um, but yeah, it, it, um, marriage and family those are God created institutions. These are not designed by men, not designed by humans. These right. are divinely inspired institutions, right. and so. Our duty as Christians to bolster that, to build those things up, and to protect these things in our culture. It's a wonderful thing you're doing with that. Yeah. Well, thank you, and I and I I do think that. Uh, a concentration on the family would uh, solve a lot of the things that we're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I think when we, you get away from God's design, you know, marriage, family, uh, man, you have a lot of problems, and mm-hmm. we see it play out in our culture. 
yeah. like all the time, you know. And so to have uh, the biblical model for family, man, is so important. I think, you know, when we talk about an awakening and revival, man, mm-hmm. I would love to see a revival in the home mm-hmm. of us discipling our children, you know, and leading our families. And that, that, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I've been here for about 10 and a half years. That's 10 and a half years that I've gotten to work alongside you and Miki and watch the your family dynamic. When I first mm-hmm. started, y'all had about half the kids y'all do now at that <laughs> point. And, um, but just listening, like the times, little little moments of time where I've gotten to like listen to you or even sit there and talk. I remember speaking to Miki at a conference y'all were at, and I just happened to be at two. And, um, and it was like, she was talking about how she handled, you know, like a little bit of rebellion from your oldest, mm-hmm. you know, when she was younger and the way yeah. she talks. And it really changed the way I viewed like discussions with kids. And I find mm. that so many people, even in Christian, mm. even Christian homes and churches kind of dumb down. Mm. They try to dumb down God. I mean, there's a certain amount of like bringing it down to a child's level you yeah. have to do for them. But they really like completely change who God is mm. in their discussions with kids. Mm. Because because uh, they're, they're trying to protect their children when they're kind of doing the opposite. And yeah. hearing Miki say things like, and we have to sit there and talk to our children and look at them and let them know that they have sinned against the holy God. And I'm mm. like sitting there going, wow, yeah, we don't do that. Right, you know, right, we're right. like, you're bad and Santa won't bring you toys, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, And so that that is something like, and that's just years of mm. uh, changing my, my view on the family mm. and the way that, you're supposed to talk to your children. Yeah, our, our children can understand a lot more than we give them credit for. Yeah. You know, even as it concerns biblical things, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the one thing we shouldn't dumb down. That, Like, you're right, you know, there may be a certain way that you talk about it mm-hmm. for them to understand, maybe examples you use, but the Word of God, we can trust it. You know, uh, it's been proven children from the, through the ages have learned the Bible. And even um, when I look back, you know, children were learning way more, you know, uh, intense things <laughs> back, yeah. you know, 100 years ago and, and stuff like that, that we, we, we need to bring our, our kids up uh, to that level, mm-hmm. you know, that they can understand, they can live out their fate right now, even as uh, being young kids, and they can see that this God that we serve is real mm-hmm. and they have real experiences. And, and man, we need to really um, push that and say, yes, this is this is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. It, it, it'll it'll catch me by surprise. Just I, I've got a, a, a two year old and a, actually almost three year old and almost five year old. Their birthdays are very very soon. Okay. Um. Uh. And and went on the way. So, uh, it it catches me by surprise a lot of times where they'll they'll have insight. Yeah. <laughs> they'll yeah. have actual insight into things, <laughs> and it'll yeah. be like what what in the world you're supposed to be you know thinking about you know like your little you know cartoons yeah. and your your toys and stuff, but yeah. no. The, but the thing is, you're right. Kids are watching us, mm-hmm. you know, oh, yeah. and and they Definitely. and they mimic us, and they see okay, something happened, and this is how mommy and daddy reacted mm-hmm. to it, mm-hmm. and they'll mirror mirror that immediately. Yep. Um, yep. And so we are teaching our kids through far more than just our words, but when we talk about God, mm. and, um, and and we say certain things, and then we turn around and we act a completely different way, they mm. do notice that. They notice. And, and uh, that might seem maybe even harmless at first, but I guarantee you, as they grow into the teen years and the, the cynicism starts to set in, you know, mm-hmm. the, the inevitable, you know, yeah. teenage uh, attitudes yeah. come in, <laughs> that's going to be much a much bigger problem. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. I like right now. My oldest is fifteen, mm. and then the next is thirteen. So yeah. we're entering into <laughs> oh boy, yeah, those years. <laughs> you know, and man, a lot of times there are things that happen that are convicting. Like mm-hmm. they'll point out stuff, and it's like, oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, man, I did do that, or you know, so it's kind of, and you have to humble yourself and say, man, okay, right. yeah, that that was not right, or you know, and that's that's that, that can be hard to do, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, our children, they 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 are watching us. They see what, what what's going on, and they are you know uh, taking those things and applying it to their lives. Like when they have certain situations, like you said, they say, well, dad did this, mom did this, you know. So it's very important that we model godliness yeah. for our children. Yeah, absolutely. So actually, since you two are you are both fathers, and I'm the single childless one in this bunch, <laughs> uh, there's an issue, I feel like, I mean, just around the world, and that is a, a lack of fathers in the mm. home. And I'm, I'm very lucky. I could have lived in that kind of environment, and I know my mom would have stepped up and done what she had to do, but she got remarried, and then my dad— the you know he he stepped in and he was more than just a good stepdad he yeah. became mm. our dad all around yeah. and i mean so i'm i feel very lucky and i know you two are are lucky enough to get to um mm. uh, y'all both have great you know y'all have father figures mm-hmm. your dads both of you and i just want to know about your opinion on that and like how it's affecting the churches and the and the and families all around yeah, I think that's a that's a huge factor because the enemy knows if he can take out the strong man, you mm-hmm. know, he can take the spoils, and the mm-hmm. spoils being the, the family. Yeah. Uh, so we have that's a strategic attack mm-hmm. by the enemy um, to get the heads of the household out of there. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you really don't have a lot of protection. And so when we look at the church, one thing that I I, I realized that the Lord really um, you know laid up on my heart is that yes, I have my family. Mm-hmm. We have six children. But you're going to have in churches single moms and things like that. And so the men of the church have to we have to extend ourselves even more mm. to, to, to help out with, with those single moms. You know, and that's not easy, especially when you have your, your own family. And you don't want to abandon your own family, yeah. you know, to do ministry with other, other people and stuff like that. But we have to have uh, a mindset where, okay, if I'm doing something with my sons, maybe I could take this other you know kid who don't have a dad mm-hmm. just so that you know he can see a godly man mm-hmm. you know and so it's a, it's a huge problem because when you things like that they tend to operate in cycles mm-hmm. and so if that cycle is not broken to where that young man a young lady you know have someone come into their lives you know that uh, is a a positive uh, figure as a man they can repeat that cycle. Yeah. So we want to break those cycles. Yeah, absolutely. And and I mean, I'm I'm so blessed to have a dad who did break that cycle. So mm. my dad came from a broken home, but when I think it, when I compare where he came from to the family that he raised, mm. it's night and day. And I know Cedra, your dad did the same thing. He broke that cycle um, of you know that the. The failure of fathers yeah. in our in our country in our uh, culture, and ha- you're absolutely right too. It is a direct attack on the family, the the way that God designed the family. It's mm-hmm. an attack on the image of God. You know, yeah. the the taking the fathers away, and it's 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 a very important thing for us as the Christians and this is the church yeah. to come and not just to say, okay, well, you know, we need dads because dads do, you know, A, B, yeah. and C. Yeah. But no, there's there's a spiritual aspect to this yes, too, and definitely. there's a wholeness that comes when you have a father in the picture. Yeah, and and also um, not having a father in the picture 
it 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 can um really mess up how we see God mm-hmm. like and, yes. and coming to him as father if if we have negative uh, views of men and fathers man that could cause a real problem mm-hmm. for a young person growing up and seeing God as father that you know and so it, it has a lot of spiritual implications and the enemy has done a great job at mm-hmm. you know executing that you know and, and having dads removed from from families for whatever reason you know but we have to be ones that are, are breaking those cycles, and so we can relate to God how we're supposed to relate to Him as well. Yeah, and that and that's an that, it feels like an enormous pressure, and it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but thankfully, we have the Holy Spirit to, to guide us and, and right. um, come alongside us and help us with that. Um, so, marriage, family, life is uh, the, the department um, mm-hmm. comes and and wants to um, help the church. Uh, with these kinds of issues, what yeah. what are some ways that maybe? When, but when you were putting this department together, when mm-hmm. you were looking at the mission and the vision, what are some ways that you see that the church and Christian families may have been faltering in in, in um in uh, doing that same thing in reaching out to families and trying to build up the family that you hoped to come alongside and kind of fill that gap? Yeah, we we just hope to encourage you know. Um, fellow believers and mm-hmm. churches that, man, hey, we, we have to have a high priority on the families within the, the churches. There's a lot that's going on in families within the church. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times pastors, if they're not tapped in, they don't really know. Yeah. But there, there are people dying on the vine. There are families mm-hmm. that are, you know, man, they're in bad situations. And so one thing that we want to do is highlight families, say, man, this is something that we need to uh, take uh, a look at. Mm-hmm. We need to invest in. We need to, you know, teach uh, parents how to disciple their children. That's not happening. But you have the world discipling, discipling yeah. our kids, you know. And so we we really put a, a high premium on man. The family is God's first institution. Mm-hmm. It's important. We need to have different events and things set up to where families are encouraged. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm, I'm hoping that we've been kind of like a booster shot mm-hmm. to be able to say, church, you can do this. You need to do it. Mm-hmm. And man, you know, put some resources into uh, your family ministry. And if you don't have that, you know, you can invite us. We can come out. We can talk about how to do that and, 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 and things that would be profitable for families within your, your church. Yeah. Yeah. Be, and that's, that's great because I think all too often a church will get – if there's not a lot of vigilance, I think mm-hmm. a, a church can become uh, acclimated to the culture around yeah, it, and so just kind of falling into the the rut of oh, okay, the world is kind of having this you know rhythm, and so we kind of get in sync with that rhythm, yeah. and that will come into how you teach your children, how you you know see marriage, mm-hmm. you know it, it's all very holy when when they're up on the altar, you mm-hmm. know saying their oaths, but after that, is right. there any Accountability? Is there right. any discipleship of a young couple and and guiding them through those early stages and building a family? Yeah. So it, it, yeah, absolutely. This is like a, it's like a um, a a um, wake up call. It's like a it's mm-hmm. like a um, just a reminder to the yes. church that this is not something that we need to drop the ball on. Right. Right. Yeah. And if you look at uh, the way, and this is also strategic. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we we talk a lot about our children on on the, on the radio show, and and what the enemy is doing to uh, basically steal our kids away right under our roofs. Mm. And so the thing the thing is, man, we have to understand that the enemy plays for keeps. That mm. there are 
they are indoctrinating our children. Yeah. And so we need, but we need to be the ones that indoctrinate first. Mm-hmm. The thing about when you read about Daniel in the scriptures, well, the reason that Daniel and his companions were able to go to Babylon and still stand firm was because they were indoctrinated before they went mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. You know, they were raised to be ready. They were ready. And so when they came up against these challenges, they knew the God that they serve right. and what they should do. The same way, our our kids are going to be growing up in a Babylonian-type environment, yes. you know, and so they have to be ready before they go out. You can't wait until, you know, they graduate from high school and say, hey, I had them in a the youth group and I had them in this and that. You know, they should be good. Mm. No, because a lot of them are gone even before they leave your house. They're already gone. They're just waiting mm-hmm. for the opportunity to get out and do what they want to do. Yeah. So we need to make sure that they're rooted and grounded, understand the gospel and the implications of living that gospel out, you mm. know, living out uh, this Christian life. And so it's very important that we teach parents that it's, it's um, the parents' responsibility, not the youth group, to disciple mm-hmm. children and it, You've been given that mandate by God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you look at the spiritual battlefield that we are all on. Everybody's on it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start when you're an adult and magically you're on, <laughs> you're on that. It's it's your kids too. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and like I was a public school kid, and so many are, and they go. And sometimes, I mean, you go to school and you're presented with all these different ideas from different mm-hmm. people, and uh, I mean, and. It, even if you're homeschooled, I mean, eventually yeah. you're going to come across some people. Are, right. Do you have everything that you need, every tool that you need in, in order to uh, in order to address certain issues mm. that arise? And mm-hmm. and I think that um, mm. if you I mean, you got to start very young. And I remember some things that uh, like that I thought I'd learned as a kid and then being completely confused when I read the actual Bible, <laughs> I'm like, you know, yeah. little stories. And I'm like, hey, now and I feel like I missed a lot of. Mm. Yeah, you know, when I was very, very young, and I right. missed a lot of key points, right? Because again, people were trying to shield me because I was a kid. But mm. then, but then when I was older, mm. there was a lot of, you know, yeah. confusion there. Whenever I was presented with the with the real story, mm. and uh, so I don't know. I guess so. Uh, what I'm saying is, is prepare your kids. Yeah, like absolutely. start now. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and pray. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta. That's not prayer. Is not being inactive that's mm-hmm. being very active and it's it's going to be the lord that keeps your kids yeah. you know you can do all those things you we should do the things that we know to do but we got to give it to the lord to ask him god will, will you do this because you know yes we train them up but man it's god's it's god's power that's going to keep them yeah and so at this at the marriage family life conference actually coming up there is a youth apologetics track um, yes. the per- perfect for the, what we're talking about right now. This is gonna, uh, sort of a tool that uh, mm-hmm. families who are coming together can, you know, the, the youth can go to this and yes. they are uh, taught some apologetics and how to defend their faith, some right. basics of the faith. Yeah, and that's, the, that's a pivotal piece of this conference, you know, mm-hmm. like that's one of the main thrusts. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and a matter of fact, the... The way that we view the growth of the conference is based upon the youth apologetics track mm. because we don't want to go too big to where the quality of what the children will be getting uh, it is, is not there because we don't have enough teachers and stuff like that. So mm. um, uh, so it's a big uh, portion. It's uh, headed up by Maria Hamilton, mm-hmm. uh, Abraham Hamilton's wife, and also uh, Mark Warren and Amy Warren yeah. uh, as well. And so the ages is uh, 4 to 17. Okay. And so— wow. 
the way that we saw this conference was we want the whole family to come. Mm-hmm. So while the adults are being ministered to, at the same time, we want the children to be ministered to. Um, and not just, you know, juice and crackers. Yeah, they'll get, <laughs> they'll get that, you know, but more, you know. Right. And so uh, they do apologetics. We have some uh, speakers that we're bringing in specifically for the youth apologetics track. Uh, Brian Osborne, uh, he's with Answers in Genesis. Uh, we have, let's see, Megan Allman. She's a, a speaker that will that will be a part. Dr. Kathy Cook, she will be there uh, with the Youth Apologetics Track and the General uh, Conference. And then you have, you know, Maria Hamilton and then uh, Mark and Amy Warren and some others. But and there's some good teachers as well. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. don't you know don't count them out. They, yeah. I yeah. I got to send, um, which I know Maria and I've I've gotten to hear her speak. She's an awesome at what she's doing there. And then mm-hmm. Mark and Amy, I got to work with them last year, mm-hmm. and uh, they brought up some points. Mm-hmm. And they were like they weren't pulling the bunch. They were like really presenting some very you know important yeah. things to these teenagers that they worked yeah. with. So that's excellent. Yeah. And so the dates for the conference, I want to make sure we get those. Yes. Yes, July 7th through the 9th. 7th uh, through the 9th. That's right. July okay. 7th through the yeah. 9th. And uh, it's going to be just going to be a great time. You yeah. know, um the previous years and it's amazing when you look back our first conference um we had a total of like, 300 people and like 50 of them were children. Yeah. Um you look forward to this conference last year we had a total of like 1300 people yeah. and almost 600 were children. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I remember in the in the older youth that I worked with there was it was a lot in they were yeah. um, ho- they were being poured into and I'm just going to point pull this up real quick. Sure. Um you can go to marriagefamilylife.net mm-hmm. if you want to know. I'm just so I don't forget to put that out there and mm-hmm. we will put that in the show notes, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh and if you forget, you can always go to afa.net, and there's a tab at the top that says Marriage, Family, Life, mm-hmm. and you can click on that, and that'll take you there, too. And all the information is there for you to be able to sign up and and uh, be able to get your place in the conference. So Yeah, yeah. Don't miss it. Yeah. Um, but uh, so we talked about the uh, the youth apologetics track, mm-hmm. but there's there's stuff for the adults, too. There's right. For the parents, they're, yeah. they're going to be ministered to as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's something, man, uh, my wife, Miki, she— uh, gets excited about being able to <laughs> minister. And the thing is, you, you see people who uh, listen to, you know, you on the radio and stuff like that and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> meet them for the first time. And it's awesome. The feel of the conference mm-hmm. uh, up until now has been very, um, like, family mm-hmm. type or, yeah, family oriented, which I like. Mm-hmm. It's not stuffy. You know, you feel like family and people, they're like, okay, I could put a face with the voice yeah. now. You know, yeah. so it, it's a it's a good thing. And uh, I really enjoy how, how the feel of the conference. Mm-hmm. But some of the speakers, uh, like my wife, Miki, she'll be speaking. Um, we have Ginger Hubbard. We have Dr. Kathy Cook. We have Abraham Hamilton mm-hmm. III, uh, Bishop E.W. Jackson. And you can find the list of speakers if you go to marriagefamilylife.net and click on speakers and you can see the whole list and you can read their bios and things like that. But man, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing, you know, what the Lord has laid upon these uh, mm-hmm. speakers' heart. I think it's going to be great. And I know they're preparing and praying about this now. They're getting ready and you still have all this time. So if they have all this time to prepare and be ready, you can just imagine how powerful <laughs> it's going to be. Amen. And if you see names on here and you're like, I would love to meet that person. I think most of them will have booths, won't they? So you Yeah, pretty have- much all of them probably will have booths and you can um, get a chance. That's that's another thing that I, I feel like is good about the conference is you get to meet the speakers, you know, 
um, generally uh, they are very accessible. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it's it's pretty cool, you know. Um, man, we've met so many people throughout the years, man, and a lot of people we've kept kept in contact with, and they come every year, and so it's just awesome. It's like a reunion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there are some people that I've seen that you know, have come to every event that you ever have. They were at every date night. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about? The <laughs> yeah. And um, so we really appreciate those people. We hope yeah. to see you this mm-hmm. year. Yes, yes. Well, that's excellent. So July 7th through the... The ninth, the ninth. Yep. Okay, seventh through the ninth here in Tupelo. Here in Tupelo at the Bancorp South Arena okay. on that Thursday night. Last year we did like a panel discussion, um, highlighting uh, in his image. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year we're gonna do like a it's, it's a concert uh, featuring a group called Hazakim. They're a, a Christian rap group, um, but they are uh, thoroughly into apologetics. So their wow. music. You know the content and the words will be up and everything, so people will be able to understand what they're saying. And mm-hmm. you know, so uh, it, but it's going to be we're looking to make that a, a like an experience that yeah. night. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be multimedia. There's going to be some videos and things like that uh, accompanying the, their music. But uh, we're doing that that Thursday and then the. Uh, Friday and Saturday are the speakers, the keynote speakers, yeah. and the youth apologetics track. And there'll also be some worship services sprinkled throughout isn't that right yeah yeah um a lot of let me see the morning and the, and the evening sessions will uh open up uh with the time of worship yeah yeah so uh, yeah we we man look it's mm-hmm. it's just a great time it's a great time and it, if you're able to come you can extend your fourth of july weekend yeah. you know go somewhere and then come swing by the conference you know and <laughs> you know finish it off that way it's just yeah. a, a great thing for families mm-hmm. so well we'd love to see you there and also uh, there there will be other employees of american family association american family radio so mm-hmm. if there's people you get to hear um on the radio mm-hmm. and you would like to meet them hey you might run into them there so you can never tell. Yeah, so you know. bring your autograph book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be there. I mean, you know, I know I, there's going to be a line for that. <laughs> in, in the past, there, there have been some um, of our listeners who have actually come and done like a little tour yeah. of, the, of AFA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think we'll be in our building by then. You Are know, you so building? yeah, we yeah. probably. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that may be something, you know, and we. If you call ahead of time, they can yeah. they can set that up. But um, that's been something that uh, some listeners have done in mm-hmm. the past. You know, just want to check out you know where we are. Yeah. So, well, I love it. Well, we all we got about a minute left. Um, I just want to close out by saying thank you, Will, for oh, being no on with us. Anytime. Yeah, it's it's a wonderful thing. I, I love marriage, family, life. It's it's it it's it's it makes me one of the things that makes me proud to work at AFA and um and to be a part of a, a ministry that is ministering yeah. to families christian Praise families God. so thank you for that uh again go to marriagefamilylife.net for more information uh the dates for the conference are July 7th through the 9th here That's in right. Tupelo Mississippi uh we hope that you sign up we hope that you uh pray for the event as well pray for Please the speakers do. and the families who are going to be attending and uh pray for that God will be glorified uh in that so Um, Until next week, guys, continue to share truth and apply scripture.